This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Jimmy in the Nutmeg State of Connecticut. Jimmy, my friend, what you got? Fred, I absolutely adore you. I've been listening to you for over 10 years. He adore you, adore you, Fred. Appreciate that, Jimmy. So I have to take issue with something you said. Okay. You realize Giannis Tempo is probably one of the most incredible players ever. Damian Lillard has not even come vaguely close to it. Man, drop the Addy, man, so y'all can meet up, man. I adore Freddie Coleman. Thank you. Adoring Freddie Coleman is good for the show, it's good for the soul, and damn it, it's good for the country. Good for the country, baby. Thank you very much. That's all I have to say. So who's trying to keep you down? Nick Cardi likes to keep me down a lot. Well, that's because Nick's a moron. (laughs) (laughs) Name calling. That's what we do here. Welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as the afternoon. Get down as Freddie and Harry. You got Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you joining us on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. And don't forget about us by telling your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. When Damian Little woke up this morning, he was a Portland Trailblazer. By 2.30 this afternoon, Eastern time, he was a Milwaukee Buck, part of a three-team trade involving his former team, his new team, and also the Phoenix Suns. Let's bring in Mark J. Spears. He has known Damian Lillard for more than a minute, does a great job as an ESPN NBA senior writer for Anscape. And by the way, it's so, so wonderful to say congratulations on being a basketball Hall of Famer in the nation's basketball Hall of Fame. Hit him on Twitter, Mark J. Spears. Number one, congratulations, Mark. Thank you, brother. Uh, could not happen to a better guy as far as I'm concerned. So I'm really, really thrilled for you and your family having that honor. Number two, Damian Lillard gets a chance to put his stamp somewhere else, going to Milwaukee, part of this trade. When now that he's with the yeah. Bucks, where does this put the Bucks in your opinion, in terms of the teams that can get to the NBA Finals and make the NBA Finals and win the NBA championship? Well, first of all, man, thanks for the love, brother. I love I'll show you the ring next time I see you. I bet you, you, know, you I know. bet you it's as big as my head. I have no doubt about that. Well, that's a big ring. Exactly. I know, bro. I've I seen your head. And then, you know, maybe the player's one is that big, but mine is maybe not that big. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, no, I mean, uh, I, I think over the – in recent days, it was probably coming into reality um, for Damian Lillard's camp that, you know, I wasn't going to get done with Miami. Right, so I think you start thinking about uh, what's the next teams that you could be potentially interested in. And uh, quietly, I think Dame was okay with going to Milwaukee. Um, uh, Certainly, I think it got a little tenuous between him and uh, the Blazers, and I, I don't even know how much conversation there was there. I don't know if Cronin even... Let's talk to him, and, and we'll see if there, if and when there is ever a kumbaya moment between those two. Um, and I, I worry that it could be end up being like Garnett with the Wolves, Ooh. you know, after all this. But you no know, time will tell. But I, I, I do think that, um, you know, with that being said, if, if this is your consolation prize, this is a heck of a consolation prize. No. Uh, you, you don't have the weather, <laughs> True. right? True. You can't put the sand in your toes. I mean, I guess you can. Some parts of Milwaukee, there's some water. There's a lake there, right? Uh, <laughs> you're gonna need a jacket, but I mean, you can certainly make an argument that um, you know uh, they're more formidable. He's more formidable when the championship with Milwaukee than he is with Miami. And when I did sit down with him. Uh, when he had his camp in Phoenix, the one thing that he said to me is like his desire to win a championship at the age of 33 now is the highest it's ever been. And so 
I think this certainly puts him in a position to give him his – I mean, it's not even close. This is the best chance he has of winning a championship if if Giannis, he, and uh, Middleton and uh, Lopez stay healthy. Um, I don't know if there's a better four-man group than those four. Now, I want to talk about Giannis um, at the moment. Does this trade solidify Giannis's willingness to stay in Milwaukee long, long term? I mean, it should help, right? I mean, yeah. like, because all you could ask for is, you know, the ability to have a chance to win it all. Um, and they did that. I mean, this is, you can make an argument that this team is better than the one that won it. And so now I think that's a big reason why the Bucks didn't make that power move was to convince him otherwise. I think it's really hard to leave now, right? I mean, they could offer the most money. Um, but you you got a top 75 point guard, a guy that's actually, you know, more accomplished other than winning the championship. You know, he's just as accomplished as you, if not more, because of his years in the league. Then if Middleton's your number three, um, uh, then that's a heck of a number three, right? (laughs) And then Brooke, uh, he's – He's to me very, very underrated, and, and certainly has taken his game to the next step, step at this stage in his career. So, I mean, it's I, I think their bench certainly has to improve, and they need to get better. I love Marjan Beauchamp, and I think he uh, is um, is going to be a big addition. I think he had an outstanding summer off, off the bench. But they they probably need to add a, little, a couple pieces. But if they're healthy, they're capable of winning the whole thing. He is Mark J. Spears, not only a basketball Hall of Famer, but a great NBA senior writer for ESPN and Anscape, joining Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Many people thought, or at least Damian Lillard early on, and Miami wanted it too, that these two are going to be together with the Heat and Damian Lillard. That's not going to happen. So what now for the Miami Heat, Mark? Um, You know what? It might be interesting if they're able to get Drew Holiday, but it's like, all right, like where are your feelings right now? You're <laughs> Miami. It's like, Look, you wouldn't engage me in getting Dame. So now suddenly they're going to engage him in getting Drew. Like, I don't know. Miami might have a hard time, like, conducting a deal now, but a business is, is, is business. And I think Drew Holiday could certainly help them, make them a better team. But then again, they weren't interested in Tyler Hero. So who are they interested in if they, they do that deal with Miami? So. I just really, after this whole Dame thing didn't work out and they didn't engage Miami and Portland doesn't like Tyler Hero, so to speak, I'd, I'd be I'd be surprised if Drew Holiday did end up in Miami. Um, I do wonder who would be interested in him. He's a great two-way player. He's an all-star, um, one of the best defenders in the league. There's got to be interest in him. You know, the, this is the Scoot Henderson era in Portland now. So I, I can't see Drew coming in there. Um, they're going with their youth movement, but I'm 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 really really curious to see. Like, wonder if like a Oklahoma City or like a team like New Orleans might want to try to get him back. Like, hmm. I, I do feel like there could be an arms race uh, really like brewing right now to get Drew Holiday. He's a he's a major piece to add. 
Let's stick with Miami really quick. When you see how this basketball team right now is constructed, if they don't get a Drew Holiday, where do you see them in the Eastern Conference? Like, where do you have them placed at currently at the moment? Because I think Gabe, them losing Gabe Vincent was huge. I thought Gabe Vincent was yeah. a guy, and it really showed during that, you know, Boston Celtics series when he was out that one game and how that offense was so sporadic yeah. at that moment. So where where do you put – you know, the Miami Heat without that, you know, point guard play? Well, I mean, they still have Kyle Lowry, right? He's 37 years old now, and a healthy Kyle Lowry is still a really, really good Kyle Lowry. Caleb Martin is taking his uh, game up to another level. Remember, Tyler Hero was hurt during the playoffs, so you got to consider him back in there. Uh, I like Jaime Jaquez. I, I, I think he's a great addition. So, um, you know, they they must be banking on uh, – you know what, I, I guess they're trying to <laughs> – they're trying to figure it out for sure right now, right? I think they, <laughs> right. Uh, they were holding a lot of things up. I heard Miami could have got Kelly Oubre, and because they were waiting on this Dame, the Dame thing, like the Kelly Oubre ended up, you know, deciding to go elsewhere. Could have been – could have been in Miami. Um, so, not. Uh, if Kyle Lowry is healthy, I mean, I, I guess they were expecting him to be a starting point guard anyway, right? It was his injury that caused him to lose his spot last year. So, um, I, 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 usually the uh, what they say the pretty girl wins, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, time. and I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some small market teams that are high fiving right now. Uh, drinking champagne and saying this is a victory for the small guy that that Miami didn't get rewarded um, and, and, and a smaller market team won. You've had a busy and wonderful year. Like I mentioned, being inducted to the Basketball Hall of Fame, the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame in Springfield, Massachusetts, and you have a brand-new project called the Conversations Project, which is streaming on Hulu, getting rave reviews. What is what is that about? And for those who don't know, what has that been like getting a project that means so much to you and getting that off the ground? Man, you know, it, it's uh, it's crazy. I, I got a TV show and it ain't got nothing to do with sports. <laughs> I, I don't know who, what was harder to do that or get into the Hall of Fame, right? Like, uh, but it's it's a show that I'm really really proud of, especially as an African American. I feel like there's a lot of negative images all over the world, especially in America, of us, and we're typically not seen in an educated light. Um, we're we're either seen as uh, a menace or we're seen as entertainers. And to me, with this show, it's a iron sharpens iron dinner show um, with some of the top African American minds in not only the entertainment industry, but we got an astronaut, or as he likes to call himself, an Afronaut. We got philosophers, we got teachers, we got um, people that are authors, and basically, it's myself, Chef David Lawrence, who. He, with each course, the three course of his amazing food, we have different topics. And mm. the amazing Elaine Welteroff from Project Runway and mm. um, former teen uh, Vogue editor. The three of us are the hosts, and we have dynamic conversations with the likes of Roy Wood Jr. and Rock Sanchante and Jim Jones and, you know, Natari Naughton through the course of six episodes. 
So I'm really, really proud of it. And and it's not just a show for African-Americans. I think everybody needs to watch it so they could really see us having dinner and not throwing drinks at each other. (laughs) (laughs) It's a reality thing. And and just learn so much about what African-Americans are going through now, things that we're proud of, things that make us laugh, things that make us cry. And, I mean, to me, this is like an image award-deserving show. I'm really, really proud of it. And I, I really implore everybody to check it out on Hulu, uh, it, The Conversation Project. It is a Conversations Project, which is streaming on Hulu, as you mentioned. Mark J. Spears, one of the hosts of that. Like we mentioned, he's not an FOS. He's a BOS brother to show. He always does great stuff as a senior NBA writer for Anscape. And we love to say the fact that he's a basketball Hall of Famer. Hit him on Twitter, Mark J. Spears. He joined Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Proud of you, my brother, Matt. Keep up the great work, Mark. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much again. All right. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, great stuff. By the way, he was here on Freddie and Harry. Thanks to Progressive Insurance, insurance of motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE as well as Progressive.com. This is your safe space, your sports therapy, your chance to get it off your chest. Safe Space with Freddie and Harry. It's time for us to hear from you. Whatever you got to say about your NFL team, good, bad, whatever it is, triple eight say ESPN, 888-729-3776. It could be sports or otherwise. Heat fans about not getting Damian Lillard. Bears and Broncos fans, both of your teams are combined 0-6 about to play each other. Are you tired of hold Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, whatever that's going to be or whatever that is right now, it is time for you to be a part of your safe space because we will not judge. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. I'm going to give Mark Morales the first safe space. He's our other resident Jets fan on this program. Our team is one and two. They bring in Trevor Simeon. Nobody wants Zach Wills to be the starting quarterback anymore. So, Mark, we're going to change up a little bit and let you lead off safe space to talk about our New York Jets, who are about to go one and three after getting the blood beat now by Kansas City coming up this Sunday. Yeah, guys, look, I'm a New York fan, so I'm coming off a horrible baseball season as a Yankees fan. I was so pumped and excited for the football season with the whole Aaron Rodgers. We've been talking Aaron Rodgers since last season, possibly coming to the Jets. Right. Four plays in, the NFL season's totally dead to me. You know, I'm, I'm still going to watch, you know, I'm still going to enjoy the NFL season for the other teams that are actually good, but my, uh, my uh, excitement for this Jets season has totally dwindled four plays in, and all I can say now is, it's time for the Knicks. Go New York. Go New York. Go. <laughs> I knew Harry was going to start laughing. We do not judge. Your safe space is safe with me, brother Mark Morales. Yeah, but your laugh kind of gave it away that you were judging. That, that <laughs> sounded awful, judging. That really sounded awful, judging. No, I'm just putting like, it out like, there. I'm, I'm really. No, I'll be. I'll be honest though, Freddie. Like, it's a sad moment for like New York sports because. Yeah. We know how great things are in the sports world when you have New York teams doing well. Absolutely. And you look at the two baseball teams, the Mets and the Yankees, that hasn't been the case this season. Nope. Right? And all. so much for the Mets case that they traded away their two ace pitchers, in which rightfully so because they weren't playing well. Mm-hmm. Edwin no Diaz, who their phenomenal closer, gets hurt before the season even starts. You're in the world baseball You know classic. what I mean? So. It hasn't been good. And then you look at how the Jets started off and Aaron Rodgers getting hurt, and you look at the Giants being a complete embarrassment. 
on TV, national TV, twice. Once versus the San Francisco 49ers and then once again against the Dallas Cowboys. Luckily, they came back against the Arizona Cardinals. So that would be three horrific games Oof. by them. But it's just – it's. I don't think it's a good place for the sports world when New York teams aren't doing good. Yeah, unless you're the other people in the other 49 states who may have a difference of opinion about New York sports fans having a chance to wallow in self-pity and complete lack of dignity. Parker in Oakland, welcome to the safe space. Parker, what you got? Freddie, man, I don't know if you remember me, but on Twitter, the pastor that always said to you. Yes. And, man, I just congratulate you. I'm happy that you and Harry have this space. I enjoyed you when I would be driving home at night. I just wanted to say big ups, bro. I just wanted to say big ups to you, man. Well, I appreciate those kind words, that's and believe me, right that, that's that's nothing but love right there, and believe me, uh, we've gotten a lot of that from people on social media and calling in the show. We really stand on your shoulders out there. We really are really appreciative and very, very thankful and blessed that you've been able to love what we do so far, and we're going to keep this going as much as, and as far as we possibly can. More Safe Space from Charles in Illinois. Charles, my friend, the safe space is yours, my friend. I mean, again, I love you guys, so keep it up. We'd love to keep it hearing you guys on the radio. Now, let's talk about my uh, embarrassing bears. Uh-oh. Man, I've been a Bears fan all my life. I'm 55 years old. My Bears this year, I had so much great expectation for them with Justin Fields, my my line with the draft picks, all these things coming in, man. It is terrible. I am, I'm, I'm always a Bears fan, but I'm going two games without even watching them, even though they're playing Denver this week. Wow. You know that you're at a point where you're not even caring what the score is. You just want it to end. And believe me, as a long-suffering Jets fan, Charles in Illinois, I've been through many seasons like that with my football team. And did he say he's not even watching them this weekend? He's going to the game, and he may be on his phone. He may be doing Sudoku, but he's not watching that game. Oh. that's where, Hey, when your team does that to you. Man, it's like that sometimes. Yeah, yes, it is. No <laughs> doubt. <For real. laughs> Scott in Arizona, welcome to the safe space. Scott, speak. Hey, well, I'm, I'm just talking about uh, the Chicago Bears. I'm a big Bears fan. And Justin Fields, tell me, when was the last Ohio State quarterback that did anything in the NFL? You got to go back to Arch Schleister? I mean, it's it's he's not good. I mean, it's Ohio State puts out good people because they are, you know, better than everybody out there they're playing. But then they get to the NFL, and what do they do? Name, I mean, Aaron Pryor, you, you can go back well, for years. Well, Scott, I know this is your safe place, but, Scott, we just had C.J. Stroud ball out this weekend versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Way to help. I like I, that. I think, I think C.J. Stroud is going to be okay in the National Football League. The way he throws with anticipation, the way he goes from read one to two and then probably back to one, that's, these are all the things that I've seen on tape watching them not only beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, but throttle them in the high hopes that we have for Jacksonville coming into the season and C.J. Stroud and what he's been able to do. And even though he's getting sacked at a high rate, he hasn't complained. He's kept mm-hmm. his composure, and he's still delivering the football to his guys. It's amazing what happens that even if the situation looks bleak, that you can find that ray of light, and that's how C.J. Stroud feels. Justin Fields will give anything to have that situation right now yep. with the Chicago Bears. And he's been in the NFL for two-plus seasons trying to get things right and trying to keep himself upright mentally and physically behind that Chicago Bears offensive line. Adrian Baltimore, it is your safe space. What you got? Man, Baltimore has 
definitely been underperforming, in my opinion. Uh, with the injuries, of course, you can't really help that. But the performance of my man, Lamar, I don't know if he, if he eats a bucket of butter popcorn before each game, but his ball control is definitely just out of this world. And the play calling is just not as exciting as it should be. We are underperforming to the highest capabilities, and it's just hurtful to watch my guys week in and week out play these games. The Ravens, I thought, would be a lot better than they have been, even though they're a two-in-one football team. They haven't been able to fit yet well, on both sides. I think what it is, though, Freddie, because when you got all these weapons offensively, you say to yourself, okay, Lamar's not going to have so much on his plate now. Right. And that's the film is telling me elsewise, like otherwise. Mm-hmm. Like it's telling me that Lamar Jackson still has a lot on his plate. Sure. Uh, but also I think just the mistakes offensively that they're making – I don't think this offensive line is playing at a high level, and granted, they're missing two starters. Mm-hmm. I think Lamar Jackson, for him to get sacked four times in a ball game, being a dual-threat quarterback is insane to me, and we all know how elusive he is. Right. But, you know, you have little things here and there. The third and five, the center rolling the ball to the quarterback, right? Lamar Jackson, when you're in the pocket, uh, he trying to throw it, and it slips out and becomes a fumble. You have Zay Flowers on another third down. If he understands that it's zone versus man, just sit in the zone and Lamar's going to put the ball on you and don't try to run through the uh, the zone. Just little simple things like that is really hurting this football team from an offensive standpoint. And by the way, Ravens will take on the Cleveland Browns this week in 1 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday. Harry Douglas will be a part of that call with Steve Levy on many of these ESPN radio stations. More safe space from you. Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. You're allowed to say whatever you like. Keep it clean as a family program, and we are not going to judge. 888-729-3776. Freddie and Harry have the safe space for you, so be a part of it on ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. By the way, when we do the music on this show for Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, we just play stuff. Believe me, we didn't time this out, but sometimes the show... And the music and the segment just writes itself. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. It's time for you to keep your head up and be a part of Safe Space. A triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Whatever you got to say, it could be a sports thing, could be a music thing, could be a life thing. Whatever your thing is, 
here is your chance to be a part of the safe space, <laughs> and nobody, not named Harry Douglas, is going to pass judgment on you at triple eight say ESPN. I I won't. I You're promise. lying already. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Taco in Houston. Welcome to Safe Space. What you got? What's up, guys? Uh, enjoy listening to you. Thank you. Uh, the morning show. But uh, man, uh, being a Chicago Bears fan hurts right now, man. Uh, we got the, the trash bag bowl this weekend with the Broncos and the Bears. Uh, I expect us to be 0-4 after that. But uh, it, it starts from the top all the way down, man. Um, and then another notable thing, our OC, he sucks. he's real bad. Um, if you have Aaron Rodgers on your resume and you coached him, uh, don't even – just look the other way. Don't hire those guys. That goes for Nathaniel Hackett, too, because uh, it's just – it's just horrible all around, man. I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. Hell no. <laughs> and, and I will say this, and yeah. I'm not knocking Luke Getze because he gets the job because someone gave him a job. You're about but to, I love when people say, I'm not about to yeah, knock somebody, to but see, then it means you're going to knock somebody. I'm to say this, though, but like even like what Hawk said yesterday, and me and him, we're on the same page with this. If we coach him, I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers coached him up. I'm being honest. That's fair. That, right, that, that Aaron, we're talking fair. about a guy that's a four-time Pro Bowler, won a Super Bowl, a walking Hall of Famer, and guys are getting jobs because they coached Aaron Rodgers? Goes by association. Like, come on, man. What are we doing out here? I'll say this. There are a lot of Bears fans down in Chicago. They're all over the place. <laughs> Talk about the sadness when it comes to their football team. Cedric in the Palmetto State of South Carolina. Cedric, this is your safe space. Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh... I miss you at night, man. I'm a truck driver. Appreciate you, man. But, uh, keep, keep us keep us safe and keep us and keep that uh, the line to the asphalt. Keep the country running, my friend. There you go. Hey, uh, I'm gonna try to keep it clean because, like I heard you say earlier, it's a family show. But man, I'm digging the whole Kelsey movement until this Taylor Swift chick. Hey, uh, she's like a stick figure with a big head. None of my friends. Some of them love her. Some of them hate her. Most of them don't care. But none of them knew of her before Kanye West. Yeah, I said it. Nobody knew who she was before Kanye West. And it's like America is still having a pity party for her. I can't name one song of hers. And I can't believe this Kelsey cat did this, man. This, this is... Bah. I don't think Cedric... Is a Taylor Swift fan, apparently. I don't think so either. Oh, don't punk up now, Harry Douglas. Hey, I know better. Yeah. I hope he was able to park. He looked yeah. like he was backing up with the with the trailer. Hey, multitasking. Cedric in South Carolina gets it in. Having a chance to call the show part of safe space and can back up an 18-wheeler at the same time? That's, that's, that's talent. I have nothing to say. Yeah, you don't want Taylor Swift writing a song about you. Chicken. Nothing to say. Chick, chick, chicken. What's up? Steven in Indianapolis, it's your safe space, my friend. What you got on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Great show, great show, uh, Freddie and Harry. I'm enjoying it. Y'all killing it. Appreciate um, it. Hey, uh, my Dallas Cowboys, man, a longtime fan. As much as I always try to get over the pain and the hurt that they give us every year, I get enthusiastic and they drag me back to the past. Man, last, this last game reminded me so much of last year. 
with the with the defenses being the defense being gouged by the run penalties last year. Remember that, and then the big costly turnover by Dak Prescott, man. So I I I, I know it's early, but but they keep dragging me back to the past, making me feel I hurt every year disappointment. And I'm hoping this ain't the same again this year, guys. Yeah, I would say this about Dallas Cowboys. These next two weeks against the New England Patriots and also the San Francisco 49ers, mm-hmm. from a defensive standpoint, that manhood about to get tested. Yeah. I'm being for real. They're going to run the football. Yep. And then from a offensive standpoint, they're also going to get tested. You know, when you look at that defense of New England and what they've been able to do and also that defense of the San Francisco 49ers, these next two weeks may tell us everything we need to know. Yeah, no doubt about that. As much as going to be on Dak Prescott to get stuff done, that defense is going to have to stand up and be counted or get run over by two teams that are definitely going to try to really? pound the rock at the front seven of that defense. Larry in Michigan, this is your safe space, my friend. What you got? Say, uh, to y'all Bear fans and New York fans, you don't know nothing about suffering. I'm a Detroit Lions fan. Ooh. I drove across town to go see when they were 0-16, so I don't want to hear it from y'all. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, look, 1957 was the longest time we won an NFL championship. He's not here for that. Put the suck in it, Joffy. The boys in love. <laughs> He said he don't want to hear uh, Did you just go come to America on me? I did. Well done. <laughs> Points. Nice, nice dive there from back oh, in the past. Man. Well done by you. Roy the Truck Driver. Speaking of keeping the nation rolling and rolling along, Roy the Truck Driver, this is your safe space, my friend. Hit it. Man, how did you even know I was calling? That's messed up. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'm in the middle of nowhere right now, just mad as hell because people call about, Dallas, Dallas. Man, look, Dallas was in tears four years ago. There's no way. Hell, I'd rather be a Chicago fan right now dealing with Dallas for real. (laughs) There's no way. No way. I hope Chicago does something. I really do. Because Dallas is going to keep letting down the whole country from now on until they get rid of Dak and, and... Jerry just want to be where he shouldn't be anyway. I don't know why he want to control everything, but he's killing them. He's killing them. Killing them. Roy's not wrong about, not so much about Dak, but when it comes to Jerry Jones, but I give Jerry Jones credit for this. Other than running his mouth all the time in his radio show and press conferences, he's kind of the day-to-day operations. Go to way of Stephen Jones, his son. Also, Larry McClay, Larry McClay, excuse me, who does a great job putting that talent together. So he's stayed out of it. But when you're a desperate man and have not won a championship since 1996, you're just hoping you can get another one before your time in Eden is over as a Cowboys owner. Hope theory. He's living by the hope yes. theory. Hope hope, and wishing are not plans, especially if you run a football team and have not won Mm-mm-mm. a championship. That's to be more careful. <laughs> Scott in Virginia, you don't have to be careful. This is your safe space, Scott. What you got? He's down with Sam's crown. They got a win record. Carolina, 0-3. I've been apprehensive since the coaching moves, drafting, drafting Bryce. I had to figure the seniority around. Yeah, Thielen bringing all that experience to the young receiving core. Von Bell in the secondary. And nothing's working. I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. Hell no. 
Someone please call 911. Listen, Scott, I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> I think it's going to get better in Carolina when they get better offensive linemen and Absolutely. also more skilled position players. Yeah. Because I know one thing about Bryce Young, he's a phenomenal talent. But if you don't have people blocking for you, if you don't have people that can separate and get wide open, then it's going to be hard at the quarterback position. And they got a guy in Frank Reich who is a quarterback whisperer yep. and knows how to dial up plays and, more importantly, knows how to coach people. They're going to be just fine. You're right. We knew this was going to happen Oh yeah. with the Carolina Panthers. Bryce Young can only do so much because in the NFL, you can be the greatest talent in the world. If you don't have any kind of talent around you, if you got a bunch of ragamuffins around you, there's only so much you can do. And right now, that is the case for Bryce, Bryce Young, excuse me, being he the quarterback. Ragamuffin. Come on. I, I kept it nice. You did. I did you keep did. it nice. There's other terms I've heard people use about that offensive line that I'm not going to say here. That the, the, mm, Not going to do that. Nope. No, no, not going to do that. One last one from Lisa in Illinois. Lisa in Illinois. This is your safe space, my friend. Gentlemen, thank you so very much for taking my call. I'm a big fan of yours, Mr. Coleman. Thank I you. listened to you when you were on at night. Anyway, I digress. I'm a huge Bears fan. Been all my life and a huge Cubs fan. And wow. The decisions that are being made with these teams are just heartbreaking. But as long as we continue to buy tickets and fill the stands, I don't think anything's going to change. I pray for Justin Fields. I hope he can stay healthy this year because we've got nothing on the offensive line. Thank you for taking my call. Have a great week, gentlemen. Keep up the great work, and thanks for being on the radio. By the way, that may be one of my favorite safe space calls that we've had since doing this, honestly. I would say this. She's a Cubs fan as well, but the Cubs had a 6 nothing lead mm. on the Atlanta Braves and allowed the Braves late in that ball game to come back and win 7-6 when the Cubs are actually trying to fight for a wild card spot. Why so, are you rubbing it in? No, no, no. I'm just I'm just taking – because, you know, I'm a baseball dude too, Freddie. You yeah, know that. I know. You, I are, you are as well. So, but you're rubbing it in. You're also, also a Braves Lisa. fan. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah. It happened yeah. to happen against your Braves, though. Yeah, but when she said she was a Cubs fan and I, and I know they're fighting for a wild card spot – I had to, you know, bring that up because I just witnessed that. You see how he does? He does it with a smile on his face, but yeah, there's vinegar smart. in his heart. Yeah. <laughs> Complete. Somebody, comes a, comes somebody a got to hold a knife. <laughs> <laughs> we all aren't able to do it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> goodness. One last more. From, one last one, excuse me, from Coach Moore in Philadelphia. Coach Moore, you got the space space going on right now. Hey, I'm actually in Indianapolis. Um Big fan of the show. Whoever put ATL Shoddy and uh, Midnight Midnight Love together, <laughs> they got a better day. You got a better eye for talent than Babyface and Joe Jackson, man. Putting y'all two together, man. Great combination. Um, I just I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, man, because I can never cheer for a Jim Irsay own team. But I just want to know why everybody hating on the brotherly shove, man. We, you know, they talking about they want Jalen to get killed and. They need to outlaw the, quarter, outlaw the quarterback sneak. Why are we going to go back three feet? I mean, three yards to get six inches, man. You know what I mean? Why they on my guy Jalen like that? I don't like that. I need to say space. Coach, well, I'm with you. And I'm a Cowboys fan, but I don't like that either because I keep telling people, the more you keep giving the Philadelphia Eagles that kind of incentive, they're going to put it up. They're going to put it in your face and, yep. and shove it up your nose. So, yeah, keep doing that to Philadelphia because as far as I'm concerned, Harry, the Eagles – they have the NFL, especially the NFC, right where they want them. And I think they're going to be fine, right? They, they're mm-hmm. winning despite not putting together a complete game yep. uh, overall. So that lets you know that in 
not their greatest moments, they can right. still figure it out and find a way. That, no that's doubt. huge in the National Football League, in any professional sport. No doubt about that. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. And Freddie and Harry, thank you for being part of the space, Safe Space, excuse me, presented by Progressive Insurance. We got two pieces of other news, one involving you-know-who and Taylor Swift, and the other, someone got put in jail for two years for eating pork. It wasn't me. I definitely wasn't me, although I should have been in jail a long time ago. That's next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. I also appreciate you joining us in the afternoon. Get down known as Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Each and every afternoon around this time, we give you a little something, something that always makes sure you're in the know. How does that happen? Like this. They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. Whether they're dating or not dating, Travis Kelsey has been able to be around and be known by a bunch of people that had no idea about him in the first place. Ever since, whether she's his girlfriend or not his girlfriend, Harry, when it comes to Taylor Swift, it has paid big, big dividends for Travis Kelsey. Jersey sales went up over 400% of his jersey after she was seen in the luxury box sitting next to his mom, Mrs. Kelsey, when Kansas City beat the fool out of Chicago Bears. He's also accumulated over 400,000 more people on his Instagram page. Not only that, ratings were the highest ever in the NFL in the last 25 years for the female demographic between 12 and 34 for that game involving Kansas City and Chicago because a certain Swifty was taking center stage. Now, Freddie, they say uh, numbers don't lie, but I show no people do. But them numbers not lying. Not at all. But it goes to show you, though, the the power that Taylor Swift has and the following that she has. Because just going to a simple football game in which, you know, there were a lot of rumors that her and Travis Kelsey had been seeing each other. Mm-hmm. And for her to actually be there beside uh, Kelsey's mother mm-hmm. and just have people tune in because of that one thing is I just think it's amazing. I really do. I, I think it's pretty cool, man. I, I can't wait until, and I'm not wishing for anything, but I can be an agent of chaos. I can't wait that if this doesn't last, whatever this is right now, if it doesn't last, what kind of record that's going to be from Taylor Swift. Don't let it be Travis Kelsey fault, boy. Mm-hmm. You talking about Dude. them follows you talk about he gained? Dude. You know, he gonna lose a lot of them. By the time this is all said and done, she's gonna flip it around and make it his fault. You seen how they did dudes in movies? <laughs> you seen how they done with dudes in movies? Are you kidding me? By the time she flips that around and flips that around, if it doesn't last, it's gonna be his fault. Stand tall, Travis. You know, back in the days, you go to the skating ring, you gotta hold your homeboy up. Let me Absolutely. hold you up, Travis. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. hold you up. Yeah, I, I, I give him credit. Look at Santa laughing. That used to yeah. be me. That yeah. used to be. <laughs> Whatever it is, he's leaned right into it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it's a bad thing. When it comes to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and whatever this is. But I think for both of them, I think sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, you you know, a lot of times people want to be secretive about what they're doing. But both of those people are in the spotlight so much, it's kind of hard to. So I think they're doing a great job of just embracing everything that's Mm -hmm. coming their way. Yeah. How about Travis Kelsey, how he's blown up? Hosting Saturday Night Live, dating Taylor Swift, 
commercials everywhere. Man, he got Taylor in the drop top, in the cutlass, I man. I know. Got an got a arm around him. Yeah. If they ain't dating, they're exhibiting all the familiar symptoms of dating. Let's put it that way. Taylor, it I've never two. been in here. Do you have hydraulics on it, Travis? Uh-huh. Watch me. Hydraulics as well in this car? Exactly. And then there's this. A court in Indonesia has convicted a woman of inciting religious hatred and sentenced her to two years in prison for saying a Muslim prayer and then eating pork in a TikTok video. Now, that's considered forbidden in Islam. But judges at a court in Indonesia, they also ordered this woman, who Charmaine name is, Lena Lufwadi, to pay a fine of 250 million rupiah. That's $16,000 in American money because of being blasphemous and eating pork, which is forbidden in Islam. Ooh, um, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's, a, that's extensive. <laughs> that's aggressive. Uh, uh, very aggressive. <laughs> uh, to, to eat his own, prop, uh, if you're going to eat it, probably hide and eat it. Well, put it this way. She said, I'm surprised. I've apologized many times. I know that I was wrong, but I did not expect the sentence to be two years. You hey, got to know your religion, hey, especially like, if you knew it was wrong. Then uh-huh. why are you why are you doing it if you, you know it's wrong? I mean, I've been hungry too, but if the sentence could be two years for eating crime, pork. You do the time. Yeah, oink oink. You can't be doing those kind of things. You got to know your religion. Uh, play with somebody. Go play your radio. <laughs> she gave new meaning to the term. Don't yeah, play with the food. She playing with the wrong thing. No, we'll be like, go play your radio. <laughs> Amber and Ian will come your way next with more on the Damian Lillard trade to the Milwaukee Bucks for Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman this has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN radio God bless and keep cool thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN radio you can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN radio the ESPN app and on Sirius XM channel 80 you can also watch and listen on the ESPN app the Freddie and Harry podcast